Don't park your soul at the door when you go to work. Welcome back to the Balance Boldly Podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I am Nikita Thigpen, your host and balance and relationship advisor, partnering with you to change the narrative so we can amplify the intimacy within your relationships and you can have the freedom, flexibility, and confidence to thrive in work life and in love. My personal mission for this and every episode of the Balance Bully Podcast is to serve you with the tools you need for moving beyond just barely surviving the burnout of work and life over those narrow hills of imposter syndrome and through the barriers preventing you from being and doing greater. Welcome to 2020. Can you believe it? We are here, people. Like, we are literally in 2020. 20. Okay, I'm gonna get over myself. I know I've been telling you that for the last couple weeks, but I am so excited to be here with you and especially with our next guest for season 17. She is the perfect person to kick off this interview series with on so many levels and you will know just why in a few seconds. I have to welcome Teresa Hummel Crowlinger. She is a friend. She is amazing. She is hilarious. And she is known for all of her humorous and interactive presentations as a seasoned trainer, speaker, coach, culture maven, and professional stand-up comedian. Teresa, welcome to Balance Boldly. How are you today? I am doing well, Nikita. Thanks for inviting me. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm so excited for you to be here, especially for season 17's All of You is Enough, because you are a full woman, mama, like a full woman. (laughs) Sometimes I I think I'm a little too full, Nikita. (laughs) I would like to be less full if that's possible. Mm, I don't see it happening. I'm sorry. I just don't see it. You have layers upon layers, and I'm grateful for them because when I met you, And the first time we met at this point, I feel like it's, you know, five-ish, five, six years ago um, at a meeting. And then we talked after the meeting in the Pyramid Club in Center City, Philadelphia, for all of those who are not from Philadelphia that are listening in. Um, We have this great personal private meeting space called the Pyramid Club. And Teresa and I sat in kind of the the formal dining area, copped a a squat on a couch, and we just really got an opportunity to talk. And it wasn't, you know, elevator pitch or what do you sell? What do you do? We just had a really good conversation where you left an irrevocable impression on me that you were literally just you. And I loved every second of it. So thank you for that. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you. Well, what a blessing it is to have you as part of my professional circle and as a friend and, uh, and someone kind of to watch from the sidelines because you are fun to watch. (laughs) I don't know if I'm fun. Am I fun or am I ridiculous? Because I know I can be both. (laughs) I think you're always doing something like the wheels are turning. I mean, this podcast is, is fabulous. So this is an example of one thing you do. And, and then like the workshops that you have and, and opportunities for folks to get together and, um, kind of disconnect from life and have real conversation and, and, build self-awareness. I love the work you do. And I love, it's really the gift that you bring to this world. Hmm. So he said, don't make me cry. It's too early in the morning for that. You, you are, I, you know, I believe, and I I don't want to get religious or spiritual, but I'm going to get religious and spiritual. I take it. (laughs) Our 
life is a ministry, Nikita. Yeah. yeah. So you may not have a collar. I may not have a collar, but our life is a ministry. And I look at what you're doing and I see your ministry to the world. And it's, it's beautiful and it's much needed. Oh, thank you. And I agree on multiple levels. It's why I'm so raw and unapologetic unapologetic at times when maybe I should be. Um, my husband likes to remind me that I have to tighten the filter every once in a blue. <laughs> Which I know you can relate to on some levels because as professional as you are, you have this hilarious side to you that is, you know, my favorite place to, to, to be is in that sarcasm of truth. Like you're just you know, pointing out the facts and <laughs> it sounds hilarious. Like you're not even trying to be funny. You're just pointing out the facts, but it comes out hilarious. Because life is funny, and you can't help but see how funny it is. Seriously, on every level. So I have to ask you, as a part of, you know, this season, when all of you is enough, and all that you've been, and you know, you and I were talking a little bit before we, you know, officially pressed record for the show, um, on just how amazed I am at how you've, uh, you've created this life for yourself with all of you. Like, you are a professional comedian. I don't know if you you know, claim that title or not, but you are like you do that professionally, as well as these very serious corporate presentations, where you still infuse your your humor. So you're not compartmentalizing and saying, okay, by day, I'm in a suit and a dry smile. And I'm, you know, monotone, right? Like you infuse the fact that you are naturally, in my opinion, hilarious into these very serious trainings where you're helping people on a corporate scale who are impacting communities on a global scale to do things with integrity and authenticity and to make sure that they're doing them within their best self and helping them identify who that best self is as they apply it to their work with the various, you know, certifications you have with DISC and, you know, so many other things. And I'm just curious how you came to that space where you started to embrace all of it so that you could share it with the world. Wow, that's a profound question, my friend. <laughs> you know, I think, uh, and it's nothing strategic on my part. I yeah. think, um, I think I suffer from my cousins call it FOMO, mm, fear of missing fear out, fear mm -hmm. of missing out, mm -hmm. which is um, a blessing and a curse. The blessing is, I allow myself to taste the many different aspects of life because I, I, there could be something good there. Um, the curse is sometimes I can get a little overwhelmed because I get a whole bunch of stuff going on. Mm. But the one thing I have learned is I, I cannot turn off who I am to do something like to go to work. I, people sometimes park their soul at mm -hmm. the door mm. and they go into work. No, no, you, whatever you're doing, you're doing, you need to be able to take your whole self with you and i am so blessed to have the kind of clients that embrace my whole self i don't have to park my soul at the door and uh, it, it's funny when when you make uh, little videos or um, marketing materials and you know they want you to appeal to a broad group i, I really don't want to appeal to a broad group right. i want to appeal to the people who want authenticity who want to restore the soul in their organization, who uh, recognize their imperfection and that we're on a journey and we're looking to constantly get better. And that comes from a place of love and compassion and um, wanting to embrace life. 
So, so everything I do is that everything, uh, whether it be comedy, uh, consulting, mm-hmm. training, coaching, uh, and my crazy little side businesses that I have that are just fun, like uh, making jewelry. Most people don't even know I make jewelry. I make jewelry, and every now and then I'll get a little table somewhere and I'll sell some jewelry. Um, essential oils. I love essential oils. I love working with that. Oh my gosh. So all of that is, is part of my, I don't know my, who I am right now, all those little things. No, I love that. I love that you are, you're literally living the life that I help people, you know, break out of that box and discover for themselves, which is being curious and creative and courageous. Like, that's what you're doing with everything that you're doing. You're like, you know what? I feel curious about what, you know, marble bead will fit with this way, right? Like, you're just like, I'm I'm being curious today. And you infuse that into your creativity, however that shows up in the world. And the courageousness is really just, you know, not caring that other people might not attach themselves to this is what you should do because you're a professional trainer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah you're you're really good with you and that I respect and I think that I've always felt that from the moment that I met you is I respect that you're like I'm good with me whatever that means that if that means I'm remixing me tweaking me you know pivoting me whatever that is I'm good with me and hands down you've shown you've shown that to the world and you've created an entire business around it I actually use you I don't know if you know this Teresa but I use you as an example when I'm having um, like, you know, not, they're not necessarily newer entrepreneurs, but they're women in business who I call them careerpreneurs because they're analytical creatives. um, And they most of the time have professional backgrounds. And they also have a really serious creative side that sometimes shows up through their passion project that they might've had for years. And they get to this space where they're like ready to quote unquote, take it seriously and put more energy into it so they can grow it maybe as their exit plan from their nine to five, or maybe as a retirement plan or their legacy, whatever their you know ultimate goals are. And one of their hugest stumbling blocks, regardless of their financial status, is this worry of not having certain ducks lined up in a row. So they'll say, th- right? So they'll say like, oh, well, I don't have a website yet, so I can't. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Let me tell you about my friend T who did have a website for years and was making money hands over fists until she got other people to create the website for her. So how about that? Like I actually for years as that. Exactly. I pointed people to my LinkedIn profile. I'm like, ah, there's some there's some good info there. Go out to my LinkedIn profile. I had no website. Finally, I broke down. I'm like, you know what? Have a website. I, and it's nice to have. Right. Don't, I love I love that I can plunk little things out there. I got events coming up. I can plunk things out there. Um, but the reality is I, I don't think that's what builds my business. Mm-hmm. It's um it's a little credibility builder. And for people who don't know me, it's a, a little place to go and find information. But yeah, it's not about the website, the business cards, the brochures, the marketing plan. It's about really being very good at something, whatever it is that you have that you you are selling, being really good and having other people know that you're really good. Mm-hmm. That's that's the foundation. Now, if you're not really good at something, that my advice to people would be get really good, like right. find something and get start like comedy. I wasn't really good when I started. 
you know, I was okay. I I got to I got to laugh here and there, but I plowed through. And then once you have something solid, I won't even say I'm really good. I think I am, uh, for a local comic, I think I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good, Mm -hmm. but I don't make my living at it, but I plotted along. I built something that's solid and now people pay to have me on a show, which is a blessing. I, I, I can't even, I'm working with uh, Joe Conklin, who folks probably know from, uh, in Philly, from 610, uh, the sports station, mm-hmm. WIP. So I've been doing a lot of shows with Joe Conklin. Now, I look back in 2002, when I first started comedy, and would have never thought I would be on a show with, uh, with my buddy Joe Conklin, or uh, I opened for Bobby Collins in New Jersey. Bobby Collins nationally know he's coming to the the Keswick in a a couple months from now so by the time this airs he will have already been but who would have thought wait you just have to plow through get good and then once you are good then it's just a matter of people knowing that you're good exactly and and I think a lot of that comes from the way that you make people feel as well as the skill that shows up with you right like you're not just really good as a professional trainer and speaker and, you know, a comedian, you actually are a good person off the stage too. Because you and I both know there are people who can hold the microphone very well and maybe even give great information. And then as soon as the microphone is out their hand, they are not the nicest people to deal with off the stage. Uh, And I do think that because you are who you are on and off the stage, that that allows people to say, oh, wow, like I need to bring you in further. I, you know, I came to see you at a comedy show. Hey, do you mind coming to my organization? Like, you know what I mean? Like the the ripple effect for lack of a better phrase of it is really what I think helped to, to build your business as well as your give back. Like people don't know, and I'm just going to plug you for a sec, that you have this incredible meet the author platform that you've grown and you started from just like, hey, I want to get some people together that know, you know, that like to read, right, you know, respect good books and don't mind, you know, having a conversation around it, right? To really being like, I want to highlight people like authors that really have something valuable to say. And I really want to bring my friends because my friend group is growing, my professional colleagues is growing, and I really think that I could benefit them. And you weren't taking a dime. Like, you weren't doing anything. You were just coming out of pocket, paying for food, appetizers, you know, booking the rooms, like doing all this as a complete give back that I know because I know you enough, especially back then, to know that you had it, you hadn't tied it to any strategic plan. It It was was just, I want to do it. No, and I'll bet if I were working with certain coaches, they would say, Teresa, what, how does this even align with your right. work goals? How does this align? Mm-hmm. But what it aligns with for me um, is a value of lifelong learning. And it, it also aligns with the value of, of connecting. Mm-hmm. And both of those things are super important to me. And, and it's funny because you do remember when, and it was uh, just a simple idea. I had a lot of friends that had written books mm-hmm. and, uh, and I'm just so proud of them and, and amazed. And, and I love to talk to them about their thought leadership. I thought, wouldn't it be fun if we could get maybe, you know, 12 or so people around a table 
the author could lead a conversation, connections would be made, mm -hmm. yeah, their, their mind would be expanded. This will be beautiful. And plus in the Pyramid Club, which uh, those of you listening, if you get to Philadelphia and, and, and you can actually book a, a meal there now as, as a, you don't have to be a club member. It's a beautiful place. You're on the mm -hmm. second floor of the Mellon building. So it started so humble. We might get, you know, 10 or 12 people. Mm -hmm. Now, we have completed our fifth year. We get anywhere from 30 to 100 people, depending on who the author is and the marketing partnerships we have. Mm -hmm. And we are number seven on Philadelphia Business Journal's list of best business networking in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. That is incredible. Amazing congratulations on that. Thank you. But, but who, who would have thought five years ago? I would not have thought that. I just am happy people come. Right. And, I, and I'll never run out of authors. That's the other amazing thing. You think, well, gosh, how, how do you get your authors? What an amazing group of, like, we're never done. Yeah. They're all, you're always writing books. There's always people. And I've had people who come across country. I had a gentleman come from the West Coast to present at Meet the Author, which was pretty cool. Because it's, it's a deserving space, right? Like for people who have great gifts, that's a space that deserves to have their gift highlighted in it. So I would travel across the world too for something that I heard that was up and coming and people actually were coming to listen to the testament, the testimonial or the creative work, if it's you know a fiction piece of, of, of work that I poured my soul into for two, three, four, five years. And you're actually gathering specifically for that. It's not because it happened to be you know, part of a big conference and there's a little book table in the back. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, it's, it's, it's just, just for to honor that author. Right. Yeah. I think that is so amazing. And to point out something significant that you said, the alignment, right? Like I, I feel that word in my spirit often. I hear it a lot. And it's obviously very tied to when you're feeling off kilter, you're out of balance because you're out of alignment with something, with your values, your morals, you know, your purpose, whatever it is, you're out of alignment with something, maybe even with your own word, but, you know, something you said you would never do again and you did it again anyway, you know, it's like yes, you're out of alignment. Yes. And you, you took a really big, bold, talk about balancing boldly, right? Like you took a bold step and said, I want to do something that feels really good to help other people. And whatever it will be, it will be my whole entire investment in it is to make sure that other people have an opportunity to learn. And as an entrepreneur, I a thousand percent stand on the tenets of always be learning, right? Like always be a student, thousand percent. And because you did that, even though on paper, it didn't look in alignment with, you know, your high five performance, um, you know, professional career as a professional speaker, coach and trainer and that kind of thing. Nothing on paper really looks in alignment if people were honest with what they really do. Right. And you've been honest. You're like, listen, I like to make jewelry because it feels good for me to be experiential and put my hands on something. I like essential oils because it does something to have my olfactory senses, you know, stimulated. Like you're like, I'm doing what feels good to me and helps other people. And that's why that and is a universal and from the universe that you've attracted without finding and seeking and hunting. You've attracted the right people and really good people who said, I want your gift of service as well, Teresa, and I'm going to pay you for it. It's funny you should say uh, the thing about attracting the kind of people that I attract. This week, so my niece 
is in the Air Force. She's on leave this week. And uh, we got together on Wednesday. And I am part of it. I don't even know if you know this. This is kind of another fun uh, offshoot of uh, Teresa HK's. I am booking guests for a television show uh, on PBS 39 in our Lehigh Valley. And it's called Counterculture. The layers, Teresa. Oh my gosh, we totally, we'll go offline. We need to talk more about it, but it is fabulous. Comedy, it's all connections. Comedy friend of mine who works for the station, he's a wonderful media professional, Grover Silcox. So he interviews people at the counter of a diner in Hatboro. And we book about 12 guests a month. So I have my work cut out for me, finding 12 people for the show. So I bring my niece to the show. And and I said, we're going to go, we'll do the taping of the show first. And then we'll go get dinner. So as we're there, I'm introducing her to all of our guests who are all fabulous. I mean, that's why they're on the show. They all have something cool to talk about. So after we get done and we leave, she said, you know, that was, that was really cool, Aunt Teresa. And she goes, but are you friends with any normal people? <laughs> what? And, and I was like, well, what, what do you mean? She goes, none of your friends are normal. But, and what she means, it's not that they're abnormal. It's like, Every one of them is special. Yeah. Uh, she's like the one guy I introduced her to, uh, El Wingador, Bill Simmons, who was a five-time champion of wing bowl here in Philadelphia. Um, Chris Rich, who has been a comedian for, I don't even know, three decades. She's been a comedian uh, for many, many years. Wonderful, uh, entertained the truth. So I'm introducing her to all the, and she's like, you don't have any normal friends. And I thought about it based on that definition. I said, you're right, I don't. I don't have any normal friends. All of my friends are special. I love that. I'm literally writing down, don't have any <laughs> normal friends. It was just such friends. a beautiful observation. <laughs> Robin is, she is wise beyond her years. That is not the first time she's got me to step back. Mm-hmm. Um, the other time she got me to step back, she was much younger. She had just moved up here from Virginia and they did not have a lot of money. She and her family, um, really uh, they were poor they were poor they did not have money so I take her and her sisters to Nordstrom's in King of Prussia right I figured let's go we'll go to King of Prussia Mall that's what you do and she walks into the shoe department and she looks around and she says Aunt Teresa why are there so many shoes Mm. and I said well because it's nice to have different shoes for different outfits and and she said I have two pairs of shoes. Why would you need more? And Nikita, I paused (laughs) Mm -hmm. because in reality, we really don't need more than a couple pairs of shoes. Right, right. But I'm like Imelda Marcos. I don't know if you guys remember Imelda Marcos from the Philippines who had like, I don't know, a room with shoes. (laughs) I probably had, I don't know. At that time, when she said that, I probably had a good 80 pairs of shoes. Mm-hmm. I know you like the and shoes. And that's no lie. Mm-hmm. But I love the profound wisdom of someone who just has a different perspective on life. And, and to this day, I think, do I really need another pair of shoes? Right. Right. And I love that she shifted your perspective, but still allowed you to be you. Right? Like. It's nothing wrong with loving shoes, but just being mindful that you don't need them. And that was the perspective that was shifted for you. And I I love that because I think perspective is 
what matters for you even embracing who you are, right? Like you could have the perspective of, you know, I was raised a certain way to do a certain thing, to be in a certain family, or I'm from a certain neighborhood, you know, or community. So I must be this, right? And your perspective is, no, I'm going to live my best life by embracing all of me, what other people might deem as weird or quirky. And I always tell my kids, like you are, my kids are weird, okay? Like they are super weird, just like their mama and daddy. And we say embrace it, like embrace the weird all day Absolutely. I love it. Teresa, you have been amazing. So with everything you have on your plate, how are you giving yourself permission to pause? Well, you must give yourself permission to pause. Any truly successful person carves out time to muse, to ponder, to reflect, to self-assess, to think. But you have, for me, I have to schedule it, Nikita. I have to be purposeful. I I can't just say, well, when I get a break, Mm -hmm. I'll refresh. Because guess what? That break ain't coming. It's not. There's always... it's like a vacuum stuff fills your time. So I do purposely schedule time. I schedule time to bead. When I bead, that's almost like meditation for me. Mm. Um, Selecting what beads I'll use, deciding uh, what project I'm going to work on. So that to me is a great way to rejuvenate myself and, and refresh. I love going to grounds for sculpture in Hamilton, New Jersey. And just walking around the grounds and appreciating the creativity and and the beauty there. And the other thing, if I'm honest, I love to play penny slots. I am a penny <laughs> slot girl. I am not ashamed. Uh, I'll, I'll drive over to parks. I love to go down uh, Atlantic City. I'll go to the Borgata. And when I play penny slots, and it's, you know, and I understand the psychology behind it, as you do too, Nikita, I understand it's not even about the win. It's not about, it's about the dopamine. Mm -hmm. I am there for the dopamine drip. That's right. It is bathing my brain and I am delighted. So people have all kinds of habits, drink, Mm -hmm. smoke. My habit is definitely penny slots and the dopamine. That's it. That's what I'm I not mad at that. It's the, you know, if there's a lot of things that would not be great that you could be doing that would affect your family to give you that same dopamine drip. So if penny slots is fitting in <laughs> to make it work, I am not mad at that and at there all. There you go. So and I, husband, I still like I pay my bills. It's all good. Exactly. Because um, ultimately, I'm too frugal. I really am. I'm too frugal to get oh. too crazy at the casinos. But boy, that is um, that is nice relaxation. And you're down the shore. If I'm down Atlantic Sea, I can go down and uh, walk on the boardwalk, walk on the beach, get a nice meal. At uh, you know, it's all about food for me. Oh uh, yeah, I know you're a foodie. Mm-hmm. Oh, Nikita, it's all about food. It all leads back to that. I think that's the only reason why I work and make money. We <laughs> need to go to some good restaurants. Yeah, like at the end of the day, I just want to eat. Like that's, that's truly it. That's what I'm doing. While I'm eating lunch, I'm thinking about dinner. I, it's uh, it's not. <laughs> healthiest way to be but food is very important oh i have to as you're talking and i'll remember to do this offline i have to introduce you to Ra- raquel miller she's the ceo of bunchful 
it's a gift registry um, technology and platform that is incredible. That's it'll be released in its full state in 20, like later in, in the year in 2020. But she's amazing. She's also a friend of Bobby, our mutual friend. Uh, and she's a foodie like you too. And at the end of the day, she'll say the same thing. Like, Hey, it's just, I just want to eat. Like, I just want to oh, eat yeah. good food and I'm, I'm giving back. I have got a whole gift registry business. Like, Hey, I'm giving back all the time, but I really just want to eat. You just reminded me of her. It all goes back to that. And I'm always happy to meet a fellow foodie. <laughs> yes. You guys were having a really good time. So how can people connect with you, Teresa, to find out more about your incredible all that you have? Oh my gosh. There's so many different things. It, well, it depends if you're looking for uh, management and leadership development and you want to create a healthy workplace, or maybe you want to create a workplace that lands on a best place to work list, which uh, several of my clients have done. Mm-hmm. Go to High Five Performance. I, I do have a website now. I am very <laughs> proud to say. So if you go to High Five Performance, um, and you can also find out uh, more about my background on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I really would love to see people come to meet the author. So if you're within train or driving distance of Center City, Philadelphia, uh, please come to meet the author. There is actually, there's a website for meet the author and you can also do a search on Eventbrite. I have all my events that are uh, currently selling tickets. They're all on Eventbrite. I'd love to see you there. And a comedy show. I have a Facebook page, Teresa HK Comedy. So if you'd like to come to a comedy show, I try to keep that up to date with all my local shows. Otherwise, um, let's connect on social media. And uh, I I mean that. Like, if people want to reach out, you want to connect on social media, just let me know. Hey, I heard you on the podcast. I'd like to connect. I would love to be connected. I love that. And I found out something new. I definitely did not know you had a special Facebook page for your comedy events. So that is really good for now for me. Yep. Teresa, you would think I'd have a website, right? It takes me a while. <laughs> takes me years. <laughs> I, I, I had a website back in the day. It was an old platform. And when they pulled the platform, I just never built another website. But it's not my core business. But I'm probably doing, I don't even know. 12 to 15 shows a year not it's not like I'm doing a whole bunch no I mean but that's that's a good amount of time and investment and laughter is medicine so you you're dosing out 12 to 15 major doses of medicine for however long your set is so that's pretty decent if you ask me I'm just happy I can still do it I truly <laughs> Don't get me started. Teresa, you've been an incredible guest. I'm so honored that you carved out time for us today and just shared your in, your total, integral, authentic, full all of you, um, as you always do. So I'm grateful that you're consistent. You're one of the most consistent people that I know. So thank you for just showing up and showing out today. I appreciate you. Well, thank you for having me. It's always so good to connect with you and, and have a rich conversation. Oh, thank you. Oh, Balance Boldly listeners, was Teresa not amazing? She's so phenomenal. And I hope you had a good laugh. Like my belly hurts and aches for me literally trying to hold back 
cracking up in your ear because I can be, you know, my laughter is kind of egregious. But I loved her being here and I hope you did as well. Make sure that you follow up, especially at High Five Performance and with Meet the Author. All of the thin links that you need are below in the show notes, so check them out. You have no excuses not to get your dose of Teresa whenever you can, how, uh, however often you need to get it. And of course, I thank you and I honor you for taking your time out to be with us today and just listen in, um, kind of a fly on the wall to hear me and Teresa just love one each other. So I'm grateful for that as well. I hope that if you liked what you heard, you subscribe, rate, and share. Make sure that we can ensure that ambitiously bold and brave people out there have access to these valuable life, love, and business balance tools. They are crucial to your success. So make sure you do that. If you want to connect with me, as always, I'm Ask Nikita everywhere. IG, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, you name it. You can find me, no excuses, at Ask Nikita. For now, I just want you to go create your balance, create your joy, and remember to do it boldly. Thank you for listening.